0: the G220 Effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai, And we're back. We're back in this place that we call the booth. Yeah, and guess what we do when we go into the booth? We share God's truth amen yes
1: straight from the word of God and we thank God that we have the Holy Spirit also who teaches us who guides us who who continues to lead us in all truth so here we are being led by the Spirit and sharing God's
0: truth and it's not the truth that we know but it's the truth coming straight from the Father straight to the Son yeah filtered through the holy ghost
1: amen amen yes so all the believers we know we got The Holy Ghost in us, and He is just helping us to hear this message. And I just pray that whoever is listening today, that whatever that you hear, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you and encourage you on what you need in your life where you are right now to begin to bring that repentance, that change of mind, so that you can see the kingdom of heaven that's within you so much better. Each and every time that you're led by the Spirit, you're going to see the kingdom better and know the kingdom better, And, and. and just really live within your authority much greater which is a wonderful thing because we are a force we are a force for the kingdom of heaven but yeah. most of us don't know that because we don't allow the holy spirit to really t- teach us and show
0: us who we are in the spirit and so today we want to just dive into you know something that's very familiar for us something that's very familiar for those who 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 walk as man woman or any or child or or kid or anything we walk in this human life and guess what we have to deal with me myself and i we gotta deal with the me part we gotta deal with the myself and we gotta deal with the i which truly if we read the word of god it deals with us in our our pride.
1: Yeah. So the, the wonderful thing though, that, uh, we, we always love to share is the fact that once Jesus started his ministry, his ministry started with repent for the kingdom of of God is at hand. A Kingdom of heaven is at hand. Why repent was needed. Repentance was needed. Changing our minds was needed. So yes, we deal with this issue of pride and we're going to get into it, see where it came from its roots and, and how it works in us and causes us to, to, to not be victorious but we need to change our minds and jesus is 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 saying to people change your mind about how you look at things so that you can root out this pride this thing that's that's stopping you from from really seeing uh what god can
0: do for you instead of you do for yourself and you know the most important thing about changing your mind is because when you change your mind guess what follows your heart then your actions and then you start to look different than what you were because you began with the first thought is to change your mind because if your mind is changed your heart begins to move with it and then your actions begin to settle in it. So that's what we do we want to change our mind so we don't have the root that's so deeply embedded in us from genesis all the way to now amen so we're gonna
1: start with the root of where this pride came from so let's look at lucifer himself in isaiah 14 12 through 14 so we'll start there looking at where the seed of pride uh stemmed from uh and w- that's that's where the story will start For us, as we as we continue in this um, podcast. So it says in Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 14, get your Bibles out, let's read along. It says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into the heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will sit also upon the mount of the con- congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high.
0: You know, there's one thing when I read that he said, he said that he was sit also, you know, in the mountain of congregation. And so he didn't say, I was going to move you out the way, God. He said, I will be there also. So it won't just be you, it'll be me also. He never said that he was trying to take his place, but that you will have to move over. And then at the end, he said, I will be like the most high. Meaning that, yeah, you got to make room for me, buddy. But <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's crazy to thought, because when you really think about Lucifer, you think he's trying to move God out the way. He's not even trying to replace him. But he, what he's trying to do, is let him know that I'm equal to you. And so it, it, what's, what's worse? Someone to take your place? or someone that's equal. And I, I think that the equality part of what Satan is trying to be equal to God is worse because here it is now he now he can say because he he puffed himself up in pride that guess what, look at me now. Ha ha ha, I'm exactly where you are. Ha <laughs> ha. And but and that's like the creator, the, the the creature of the creation saying to the creator, hey, I'm better than you. And and then that's impossible because guess what? The creator knows what he put in and what he didn't put in. And so that is the biggest part when we look at this root of pride. It's so awesome to know that this is where pride started and this is where it will end. But because we, as the human race, we exist right in the middle where we take on the suit of pride and we live in the suit of pride until the day of redemption. When we said yes,
1: Yes. And, awesome. we were, and we were given the tools to deal with that. But we're going to get to that in a second. So here is now Lucifer being described by Prophet Ezekiel. I'm just going to call him Prophet Ezekiel in this sense. Uh, but we know that he's one of the prophets. And and, 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 and it's a, a little bit lengthy, but we're going to read a little bit of that from uh, verses 12 to 17. So Ezekiel 28 verses 12
0: to 17. It says, Son of man, take up thy lamentations upon the king of Tyre and say unto him, Thou saith the Lord thy God. Thou stillest up the sun, the sum, and full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardis, the topaz, and the diamond, and the burrow, and the onyx, and the jasper, and the sapphire, and the emerald, and the, car- the carnavacal and carbuncle carbuncle and gold and the worksmanship of thy tap that tabernacles and of the pipes were prepared in thy in thee in the day that thou was created,
1: hold on one second. I just have to say, I, I'm sure many of us have seen all these precious stones, sapphires, and diamonds, and and all this that's being described. It is beautiful. And then it says that he even pipes were prepared. Uh, I mean, in thee, in the day that thou was created, so it's saying his creation, Lucifer's creation. Right now, sounds very lovely, if I might say so myself. Very beautiful. So I can only imagine what's
0: what's next and it's so awesome when we read this you get to see the description of how beautiful every stone if we looked at it on earth the diamond the jasper the sapphire when you see these things just think about it we we buy rings right and so we go ask for let me get a diamond ring and what that looks like you know i want a 14 carat but just the simplicity of the diamond how it looks. It, it, it looks awesome and amazing. It shines really good. And so, think about a sapphire, a emerald, a jasper, you know, a carnbuncle, and, and <laughs> uh, you know, and you got the topaz. These stones are beautiful.
1: And I can only imagine how beautiful they were back then, because we know that the earth was cursed, and, and it's no longer producing the beauty that it had in the Garden of Eden or even uh, as God created all things. It was probably way more shinier, way more beautiful, way more um, appealing to the eye and because our eyes were pure too. It wasn't like, you know, you go into a store and you're like, oh, I'm lusting. I want all of it. No, it was just so easy to the eye to enjoy because there was no coveting, there was no lusting and it was just so beautiful. I, that's, that's an awesome perspective.
0: But you know, this next part, we're going to get into the the description of his job and his his title and all the different things. And so it goes as follow it says thou art the anointed cherubim that covered and i have set thee so thou wasn't upon y'all was upon the holy mountain of god and thou has walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire and thou was perfect in the in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee but the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence, and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God, and I will destroy thee. O covering, O covering cherubim, from the midst of the stones of fire, thy heart was lifted up because of thy beauty, and thou hast corrupted thy wisdom by the reason of thy brightness. And I will cast thee to the ground, and I will lay thee before kings that they might behold thee. Wow. So in the full description of 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 of, of Lucifer, he's describing everything how he made them what caused him to sin what is the thing that he holds on to dearly that's keeping him the way he is
1: yeah, so that that's a really good uh, part for us to look at and just to really understand who we're dealing with here, as far as what now we see as pride, and we see it here earlier on in Lucifer, and Lucifer is just not only adorned in all things that are beautiful, but he has a exquisite assignment, and and here he is, and, and we see him in Isaiah saying, well, I I want to be seated in, in with you guys, I want to be I want to be part of this crew because I'm beautiful. And I got all these things. I can imagine how puffed up he became.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost like when you read the word, when you get to see, and I'm always reminded of the scripture in Genesis, when he said, when you eat from this tree, you should become like, you, you should become, you shouldn't, you shouldn't surely die.
1: Yeah, so that's that's actually what we're going to go ahead and read because that's really really yeah. essential yeah. in
0: seeing how we became. But but it's, but it's awesome because now you get to know that he knew certain things and he had certain things. And but but the reason he, he, he how he puffed himself up is like you no longer reverence God anymore. You start to say I, me, myself and i you know all those different things that caused him his heart to begin to change and his mind begin to shift and he didn't repent you know he didn't say you know okay wait let me change my mind on the way i thought but let he just said uh oh uh oh when you start to get into the i and me you start to become sneaky you start to become crafty and cunning you start to be ooh, let me make a ways to get this done besides the regular way that it should be done let me try to go above and beyond and do this the way i think it should instead of just doing it the right way
1: so yeah, that, that's that's Lucifer, but let's see how now it affects us because uh, we know that we are that uh, seed that came from Adam and Eve and here we are. We know that this story affects all of us, our humanity, as we say, we stemmed from this. So Genesis 3 verses 3 through 7, as you just said, Steve, it says, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, so God has mm. given them a commandment, Adam and wow. Eve, God hath said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye. Ye touch it lest ye die Ooh. and the serpent <laughs> who's the serpent yeah yeah so it's lucifer he said unto the woman ye shall not surely die for god doth know that in the day ye eat thereof then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as god's
0: knowing good and evil notice that it's a small g with an s he didn't say as god but god's meaning that you you you're going to look and think of yourself and so i'm always reminded of that When we start to want to control everything, when we start to want to do everything on our own, guess what that means? We become God in our own life. We become God by ourselves. We say, I don't need God. Well, I can do this myself. I can go get a job. I can go do this. I can go do this. I can go do that. I can get my degrees. I can get my paperwork in in that fashion. Guess what? You don't need God because you can do it all yourself. But guess what? It's always something that's going to come to shake you. The Bible say pride comes before a." fall and so while you being puffed up guess what happens you have some shortcomings you have some weaknesses guess what happened your weaknesses began to become your 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 your, your loss and the, the place that you began to slip because i'm not strong in this area i need others to do i need others to help so you either going to step on people or you're going to use people or you're going to just become become a, a shell of yourself in that not in that sense but it's 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 this awesome to see this in full in full eyesight
1: and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise So she's looking at it. She's admiring. She's like, man, this thing can make me wise. She took the fruit thereof. So what did she do? She's lusted with her eyes because she looked at it, right? And the Bible talks about the lust of the eyes. She looked at it and then she, it says now she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat, meaning that now not only do they lust with their eye, but, but they also are lusting in their flesh. I want to be. wise. Okay, let me just go ahead. I'll eat it so that I can be wise and I can be all these things that I can see
0: this tree providing. And you know, the Bible always gives us understanding of what this is. It's the lust of the flesh, the pride of life and the lust of the eye. And so the lust of the, 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 the pride of life was the part was that you should be as God. You should not surely die. That's life. That life doesn't come to an end. You won't die. But guess what? I mean, you will live. And so Satan gave them, it was deception that he used because guess what? You didn't die after you ate it. But guess what? You started to perish after you ate it because guess what? Now you're not even in communion with the holy.
1: And how subtle was that temptation, though? It was so subtle. You know, you shall not surely die. So here I'm affirming you. You know, we see it even when he tempted Jesus. He he tempted him with things like, OK, if you just look out here, look at all these kingdoms. They can be all yours, you yeah, know. Yeah, and then yeah. and, and, and praise God. I mean, Jesus is like, I already know what I have. And I know what I'm here for is to do the will of my father, not to be worried about the kingdoms of, the, of this world that are going to perish, you know, and that, and that's how he comes so subtle, just giving you these subtle uh, encouragements and subtle things that make you say, Oh, let me look at me and see what I'm lacking, what I can fulfill for myself with this, with whatever is being presented to me.
0: Yeah. It's such, it's such danger. You know, we, when we think about how bad pride is, our pride keeps us from ever fulfilling the things that God designed for us. You know, certain things, you know, God said he loved those who he predestined those who we love, you know, and all those good things. But we never get to see it because of that.
1: And it says, and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked. So they knew that they were naked and they sued fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. So now they know that they're naked. So now they're fully aware, uh, eyes opened about me, me, me. I got to cover myself up. And if you get a chance to just read on in that scripture, you see God now coming back in the picture and saying, well, who told you you were naked? Pretty much like, okay, you used to be conscious of me. It was all about you being aware of me and what I said for you to do. And, and what I instructions I gave you, but now it's all about, I need to cover myself. I'm naked. How did you know? Who told you, you were naked. I didn't tell you you were naked. I was covering you. So, so it's very, uh, it's a pivotal moment in seeing how it went. uh, It went, the story came from, okay, we're doing what God wants us to do. We're aware of God and what he wants us to do. We are fulfilled in him. We're complete in him to now. Oh my me, 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 me. I see myself. I need to take care of myself. And that's where the problem starts.
0: I got to put some clothes on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's basically what what, what happened. It, I, I, wow, I'm naked. Whoa, I got to put some on. You know, and it, it's amazing because here you are. God is forever. Right. And so he made a man in his image who's going to be forever. You know, Adam and Eve had their glory suits on. That's why they were able to commune with God. And so they were in direct relationship. So they were in the forever already. But guess what? They slipped out of forever into the I, the I, me, and myself, you know? And so what happens when the image that you created in, you lose the imagery because you, because remember, God is eternal. And so Adam and Eve was already in in, in eternal because they were in the garden with God. You know, they were in relationship, meaning that we were already in eternal. We were in a timeless moment. You know, but here it is. Time starts when you said, "Ah, I'm not going to do what you said. Oh, I'm going to do what the serpent said and eat from this tree." <laughs> and so guess what? Time starts now. The clock start ticking on your life now because now you have now moved into the 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 uh you know death, you know, I die I'm starting to die daily. I'm starting to die, you know, because you know, I'm not in eternity anymore. Now I'm in the 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 limited Uh, life expectancy and no more in the forever oh man it's amazing
1: and that that i mean that wasn't a good deal at all on our part but it's (laughs) but we see here that pride is rooted in i me self-preservation i gotta preserve myself so let me cover myself because i'm naked you know which is which just limits what god created in us, which is to be in his likeness and his image. Now it's about us creating an identity of our own that has nothing to do with him creating us in his likeness and image. Now we find that our identity is now me me me, let me figure me out me 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 and that that's a serious problem. And
0: it's crazy because we once had an identity that was created in God. Now we're trying to find the identity that's created in something else that we never seem to find the identity of we can say oh my identity is in my college degree and guess what happens i'm gonna go get another degree because guess what this degree didn't work so we're still trying to search and find our identity in something that's not tangible something that seems tangible but it's not everlasting So we continue to look for identity and never able to find it because guess what? The identity that we once had in God is forever. It forever is because we're doing his will in relationship with the father.
1: And in our, in our true form and our DNA, the one that was created in his image and his likeness, Genesis 126, when he created us, it's always yearning for us to identify with who he is. So therefore nothing is ever going to separate. Satisfy us. And we can say, I am all these, I'm an alien from space. I am, I have five different sexes that mm. have not even been defined. <laughs> I'm going to define myself as this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, you can say all of that, but there will always be that yearning for something because that's never going to be enough because that's not the truth. It's always going to desire your, your, your inner being, that DNA of yours is always going to desire truth. The truth of who. God created in you until it finds that you will always be seeking and never coming to the knowledge of truth.
0: That is awesome in a nutshell. You're always going to be seeking something that's so easy to find, but you can't find it because you're wrapped up in the eye. I I gotta (laughs) cover myself. Hey, I need clothes, (laughs) you know. And so you're gonna continue to do something um, uh, reciprocally until it's is always repeated over and over again, never coming to the end. You know, the Bible says Ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth and so the knowledge of the truth is the holy spirit being the spirit of truth is always going to give you the truth of the matter and so because you don't want the truth guess what you can always reciprocate around it man yeah so,
1: so so then we see here uh it says uh in isaiah 43 verse 7 every even everyone that is called by my name for I have created him for my glory I have formed him yay I have made him and this just solidifies what we said our makeup is made by God so our DNA is what he says it is and it will always be seeking we will always be trying to find something until we accept the truth and stop rejecting the truth of who God says that we
0: are it's something because when we say he made us, you know, somebody some people always have a crutch with this. They say, well, he made Adam and Eve, but he ain't make me, you know, because I'm way down the road. So how did he make me? I, I just my parents made me. But but guess what? He's not even talking about that. He's talking about the formation of man. You know, organs, tissues, uh, uh, fragments, bones, marrow, Hallelujah. all these different things. And so he's, when I made you, I made you with the integral pieces that you may reciprocate and over and over again duplicate. Man, <laughs> yes. God is awesome, man, because we have duplicated his creation over and over again through childbirth. So because we duplicated it over and over again guess what you know we look like him but the issue of pride says i look like me and i could i don't know what you're talking about i don't know how god looked. you know god was white god was black (laughs) god was asian god was uh middle eastern all these different things you know but the, the the right is that god is who he is and he made us in his image and so is always good. When you want to look at the imagery of God, you want to read Genesis one and twenty-six, and it say, And God said, Let us make man in our image, and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Wow. So this is how God created us. He created us in his zap replication of himself to have dominion like he has dominion to do and say like he has what he has he's given it to us and so it's 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 so amazing it's so important for us to know that he gave us this dominion that we gave up over to satan because of pride
1: Yeah. So here we are. We, we, we are now all messed up because of it, but thank God for the redeemer, Jesus Christ. He came to redeem us from, from that, that, that curse that was placed upon our choice and our decision at that point to give us a new way of thinking that it's not about I, 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 I myself, Jesus Christ will come to redeem you. Meaning I will be that perfect sacrifice, the propitiation of your sins that because of me, now you are restored to a relationship with God. Now you can be uh, in a place where you can hear him. You can you can see who he created truly. You have the spirit, the Holy Spirit, spirit the spirit of truth that's going to tell you, you know what, this is the truth. And he's in the world, convicting the world right now of what is true, what is true about us. It's not about me. There's yeah. something greater than I. There are so many people that I know yeah. that have got, that will say, you know what, I, I don't believe in God, but I believe there's a power that's higher you know so (laughs) so that's all wrapped up in I want to make it make sense for me because I don't want to accept what you're saying but I know there's something greater
0: than me man if you don't get yourself out of there man (laughs) man you better put you better put god back in there and get yourself out of there you
1: better just accept jesus christ so you can get to know who god is that higher being that you're talking about but yeah that is what and it's so sad because a lot of people reject it because of they've heard religion and been taught these things but in all of our makeup, there is that truth that we're desiring, and we know it when we receive it, and that truth is Jesus Christ is our savior. Yes, we fell out of relationship because we made a choice and that got us kicked out of the garden, but we now have Jesus Christ, who allowed the Holy Spirit, because now we are clean because of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit can now dwell in us. The Spirit of
0: God, once again, showing us who we truly are. And then you know what? God. God has a pattern, you know, he kicked Satan out, you know, he kicked Lucifer out and he became Satan. He kicked man out and man became I. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so it's crazy because it God has a pattern in what He does, but He's always trying to redeem us back. You know, and, and so with us, you know, who He said in His image and His likeness, He's trying to redeem us back to Him. Aren't we and, a beautiful creation and, and, created like Him? And <laughs> so that, and that's the amazing part. But when we know one side of the picture, the one side is pride, but the other side is humility. You know, when God is trying to bring us back to knowing He is Lord, but in in order for us to see that he is Lord, we must humble ourselves. Yeah. The Bible says in
1: James 4, verses 6 through 8, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore, this saith, God resisteth. He saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil in all his lies. Yeah. I just added the, all his lies oh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So here is the, like Steve just said just now, you just said it. You said, you know, God always has a way for us to get back to what he made in us in the first place. So he's given us the recipe right now. Humble yourself, meaning submit yourself to what God says, his commandment, his will. When you get to know it, when you submit to it, you, I gets out of the picture and you begin to see you in the likeness
0: and image of God that you were created. And so God is always trying to get us out of what we love and what we think we love and what we want. We what, the things we want and desire that may not be his will. And so Jane and John first, John. 2 and 15 through 17 reads it's a love not the world neither the things that are in the world and if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him but god is always trying to show us that you if you love these things guess what it's going to be a separation from me it's going to be a separation from me and you because guess what these things are more important to you than i am So you're not going to hear me when I say do certain things or when I say, watch out for this, or watch out for that. You know, you're not going to hear me clearly. You're going to hear me a little bit, but you can be like, oh, I didn't miss that point. You know, but that's what he's always trying to do for verse 16. it said, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life. And it's not of the father, but it's it is of the world. So these are the three things that keeps us from actually looking forward to serving God is that these things come to trap us come to pull us you know bills you know cars you know houses you know money you know uh, glasses you know shoes you know all these different things come to pull us influence. away you know influence oh 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 I, I, I gotta have this certain in crowd I gotta have power. these certain people around me I gotta have this much power I gotta have this type of job I gotta do this six figures you know all this different stuff it, it keeps us away from what God has
1: you know something just came up in my heart just now uh, when Jesus uh, was rebuking uh, and he said that you know uh, he, your father he's the father of lies you know meaning he was just saying like okay if, if you you know who your father is he's Satan that's where you're you are coming from because if it's either you're a child of God or you're you're not a child of God and we know who's the ruler of this world so if you're following after him then that means that you you're gonna produce a exactly what he wants you to produce and part of why he felt was pride. Yeah. So 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 we want to be really mindful not to be so drawn to things and and all the things that our eyes show us and and and, and the things that are look so gold and beautiful because they will just draw us away. From what
0: we were truly created to be like, and in and, and the last part, verse seventeen, and this is the biggest, and this is like the finality of it, and it said, "And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof; but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever." And so God is always trying to get us to see forever and not to not to see right now this self-preservation limited time period, you know, you know, where you get to live for a certain long and then you die. God is trying to see have us see what eternity looks like to get us to see what abiding in him looks like and how easy it becomes to live life if we're living for him
1: and if we're living depending on him humbling ourselves humility doesn't mean oh i I, i'm i'm less than you are god no humility means lord i know that you are the lord over my life i know you created me to be like you so whatever you say i'll wait upon you to hear your voice to hear your instruction to hear you direct me in my life to give me what i need i trust you that that I ha- I know that all that I need is in you that's humbling ourselves putting God in his rightful place to say He is creator of all things and I will hear what he says about any and every situation regarding my life whether it's my identity, whether it is uh, my education, my family, uh, my my occupation, whatever it is I am I'm going to hear from him so he can help me to know who I am
0: and and that's in a nutshell if you're rooted in pride resist <laughs> resist it resist it give it up give it up give it up let it go it's not that serious it's not that easy it's not it's, it's, it's not that easy to continue in pride because you've got to continue living a lie but if you want the truth of the matter allow the holy spirit to speak exactly what he's going to speak into your life and that's always truth And I mean, I don't mean the truth that you know, because the truth that you know is based on your experience or how you've been brought up. But the truth of the Holy Spirit is based on guess what? The truth in the Bible say who the son set free is free indeed. And so because he set us free, that truth we know is garnered by the Holy Spirit predicated by the son from the father. And we we love it, we love it, we love it. And,
1: And it will definitely set us free. You will be bound by the law. You will be bound by all these things that you acquire that will pass it away. But the things that God gives us, not only are they eternal, But they're so free. They give us so much freedom. We're not bound. So uh, do not reject the truth. But receive the truth today that we are made in his likeness and his image. In Jesus' name.
0: And this has been the G220 Effect. And we're we're ghosts. ghosts.